Hi guys, this is George Van Kylenberg, the voice of Anil, and you're listening to Final Fantasy Union. And remember, always believe in your magic. <laughs> oh! Hi everyone and welcome to the latest special edition of the Final Fantasy Union podcast. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. And we're joined by Georgia van Kylenberg. Hi. So most of you are probably familiar with Georgia due to her portrayal of Vanille in Final Fantasy XIII, but she's also been involved in numerous other projects including TV, stand-up comedy I believe, and mm-hmm. also voice acting. Yeah, yeah. a busy person. <laughs> now, before we go on to the questions, though, I'd like to remind everyone that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes out on the iTunes Store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and GamingUnion.net. Now, thanks again to everyone who asked questions. We had we had so many questions, we had to kind of narrow them down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Apologies if this does sound kind of a little bit weird. Um, we did have a few technical issues with the interview, so we're going to try our best. Hopefully, it turns out okay. <laughs> yes. Keep calm and carry on. It'll be magical. Yes. Magical. So this first question is kind of from us, and um, I know it happened quite some time ago now. But how has being cast as Vanille changed your life? Oh gosh, um, it has in every way because before I was a girl with. You know, it was like I hosted a kids show and I'd done some cool stuff and I'd done a few voiceovers and stuff, but I basically had a lot to say about some experiences in my life and my alopecia, which is something that most people know about now. And, you know, I had a lot that I'd been through that I was trying to share with people on a one-to-one basis. And when Vanille happened, for want of a better word, it was just basically all of a sudden all these incredible video game fans started like trying to find out about me and all of a sudden I I was able to connect with a whole lot of people like teenagers and everything that just by the nature of sort of what video games can do a lot of the time it's a good escape for people and a way to experience a lot and because I've been through some tough stuff and been able to be okay with it I was able to connect with people who possibly needed that you know they needed someone that was able to say you're awesome and amazing and you get out there and be awesome and it's just, it's like given me a platform in a way and given me, I think, the confidence as well in a way that I didn't know I didn't have to just really be like, yeah, I did something really cool, but it's more important to what you do with it and how you make a difference and here's how you guys can and let's be friends and let's, let's just like, it's created a community for me that is the coolest thing. I'm so grateful everyone out there, you just have changed my life by being who you are. So really cool um so with that being said how do you feel um voice acting in a video game compares to acting in uh tv um or film oh that's a good question um as far as that experience um it's very different because there's something about video games where people like are active participants in it you know they really they play you essentially (laughs) so 
so these people really like the fans out there have really connected with our characters and they connect with characters in video games in a way that's really experiential like I'm I'm you or I was fighting with you or like you were on my three and we were together like it's sort of you become a friend of theirs and I think when uh, fans watch TV shows they enjoy the character and they find them funny they might resonate with them but there's just something that can't be gained like you can't watch a sitcom and feel like you're talking to the person yeah and I think with video games you can and it's something you can sort of relive over and over again it's a 50 hour experience it's not a you know 30 minute it's just sort of very different and also technically it's different as well as far as being a voiceover actor the experience of being a video game voiceover actor is very different to like a sitcom or a movie i guess also in that in that on that note you know being a voice actor for a video game is very different to like uh, doing a tv show yes because um the thing about tv shows is you have people to read against you have you know that sort of chemistry and there's jokes or because it's very seldom that a cartoon's made about a serious thing really other than superheroes i guess i guess superheroes are the one that have that but most cartoons are funny so you have to be able to play off each other and and it's it's more like being in a room doing a table read whereas video games is a very solitary experience being a video game actor you're by yourself all the time do you have any favorite lines that you've recorded (laughs) um in final fantasy uh Basically, you could take any line that I said in Final Fantasy thirteen one, and <laughs> that's my favorite. And I know there's <laughs> like over a thousand, but um, they were so like I would read every line, and I was like, "This is so ridiculous." I would totally say this. Um, you know, I said I wrote down a number of them, but I don't know where I, that was in my diary years ago, so I don't know what they were um this one in final in lightning returns which i can now talk about because it's out hooray yay um <laughs> vanille's role is so cool to me like i just i don't spoiler alert she has a very special role and um i really like it and it really mirrored who i am now not that i have that ability by the way i, I can't i don't want to say what it is just in case someone's listening to this not having played however yeah. do not have that ability Nonetheless, uh, there is something very special about her growth where, like, when we did Final Fantasy XIII 1, I was where I was with my journey and still coming to terms with it, and now I'm so different and, and I've matured a lot, thank goodness. I'm still a child, but uh, <laughs> a little bit older on the inside, and that really resonated with me. So when we came to do those lines, I was like, oh, my God, Vanille's totally me. Like, this is so me. This is so weird. That's exactly how I feel now. So um, it's been kind of weird. But my favorite video game line I've ever got to say was in Star Wars. So that will always be my favorite. Well, that's it. Um, What's the rating of this show? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's Star Wars, right? Star Wars should be okay for everyone. Yeah, you are. You would think so. I mean, I can say the line. It's the connotations. Am I allowed to talk about something a bit sexual? Hey, like, Final Fantasy has got enough in it, I'm sure. It's true. Okay, well, it's more the delivery of the line. It just made me laugh. And <laughs> I am a comedian. Um, I couldn't help it. And I am I promise mums and dads out there, I'm a very good girl. Point is, this was hilarious to me. Uh, 
So the line that I had to deliver in Star Wars when the player proposes to me, he says, and by the way, yeah, I get married in Star Wars. How awesome is that? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty awesome. I'm like, there's a whole lot of dudes out there married to me. I don't even know them, um, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Hi, everyone, if you're my husband. Um, so basically the player says, I love you, Enzen. And my line is, I love you too, and no matter what comes, I will. Now, I changed it to, uh, I love you too, and no matter what comes, I will. <laughs> and they looked at me and they're like, that's not the read we need. I was like, but it's hilarious. <laughs> so that, for me, was just so funny that they didn't pick up what they'd written. Yeah. It just made me giggle. Sure, <laughs> I'm a child. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, from that to what? <laughs> well, uh, the next question we have is from Demo Varman from the forums, and they said, how are you and Vanilla like? Oh boy, well, how are we not? Um, she's got way better tummies, but way better tummy than me. Um, but about, besides that, that's about it. Um, we're exactly the same in every other way. Uh, it's kind of, uh, surreal to take it back from the start, um, she has a huge past that she's hiding, and that's why she's annoying to most people uh, at the beginning, because she's trying to hide, and that was intentional. I'm not just annoying. Uh, but for me, a lot of my childhood and teenage years, I was living in that place. I was yeah. hiding a lot. I had an eating disorder. I had had issues um, of abuse in my past, and so everything was like surface. Like everything's fine. I'm totally great. I'm everybody's friend. Everything's great. We're gonna be best friends, and, and I love you, and you should love me, and don't be mad at me. Like that kind of feel, yeah. because I don't want you to know what's going on. And I had that going on for so long, and like, and I think it's about chapter thirteen when Saz and I have our conference. I can't even remember now, but. Maybe 11. Mm, can't remember. Um, whatever it is, that breakdown had happened for me a couple of years earlier from recording Final Fantasy 13 because I'd lost my hair and I really had to come to terms with being real. And I'd made that shift. So I knew exactly what it was like to have something you were terrified to tell people, just as Vanille had. And be trying to be everybody's buddy and, and believe in magic, literally. Like, you've seen it. When I sign off my emails, it says, believe in your magic. Like, yeah. that's who I am. I really do believe in people having the life that they want to have and being amazing and wonderful. So here am I reading this character that's bubbly and perky and everything's great because she's trying to hide. But then when she comes through it, she's still that person. It's just real. So I was like, that's really strange. Like, Believe me, Joe and Jack, uh, who were the directors on this, literally when I first came in were like, we can't believe you're real. <laughs> the fact that someone out there that actually is Vanille is so weird to us. Like, we think she's the crazy. And people call me an alien all the time. Like, I get that I'm an oddball in this world of people, but I love, I love being that. But it sort of was just surreal. That they could create it, create a character that was so aligned. Admittedly, I'm not from Grand Pulse. Admittedly, I <laughs> have a, a death spell, little things like that. But and I don't uh, tend to wear skirts that short. But I am wearing shorter <laughs> shorts ever today, so I'm totally lying. And by the way, my <laughs> boots look just like her boots right now. So uh, I'm and I have the same colored hair on today. So apparently, 
just the same. Yep. Cosplay? <laughs> Pretty much at this point. I don't have her eye color, though. I'd like her eye color. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Right? <laughs> this next one is from uh, Rory on Final Fantasy Union, who asks, um, I'd like to ask how much you enjoyed playing Vanille, as she's my favorite character in the Final Fantasy XIII cast. Also, was it a challenge playing her? Ah, thanks, Rory. I'm glad she's your favorite. Uh <laughs> So I kind of answered it, I guess, a little bit in that last one. It's pretty mm. evident that I enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, it was a joy. It was a pleasure to be able to go to work and be, yourself. be perky and be myself and, and be funny in, in her own way and, and giggle. And also, basically, to be paid to go, ah, ah, a lot. I'm like, this is the best job in the world. Uh, <laughs> so it was super, super fun. But it was challenging. For me, a lot of the time, because I'm not a super method as an actor, um, I like creating characters. That's why I do comedy, I think, a lot, because it's a lot easier to create a character and, and play in it than be extremely yourself um, as an actor. But to do Vanille justice, to really create the false happiness and to have that moment with Saz and then again to do what happens in Lightning Returns, it had to be very real to me. It had to mm -hmm. connect because I know the difference between pretending and not because I pretended for so long just like Vanille did. So uh, it, it took me to sort of stop from out joking and playing and laughing and be like, okay, this this is serious now. Like this when we did that scene with Saz, I was so exhausted afterwards. Like I was just went home and I was like, I need to sleep. Kind of like I feel oh. right now. Um, so it really took it out of me. So it was challenging, but beautiful. Like it's a definite wonderful, every challenge to me is wonderful, but that was kind of the coolest challenge ever. I know you kind of said that um, recording Light and Returns was a bit different because you've obviously changed as well. Um, obviously playing through it myself, um, you know, her her mentality has changed a lot. Did you how, did you feel that was more difficult to record? Um, technically, it was far more difficult um, because, on a technical level, when we did Final Fantasy thirteen one, uh, we had video playback, we had the Japanese reference, and we just had to lip sync. So not lip sync completely, but be aware of mouth movements and voice references and all that sort of stuff. So it was a little easier this time. We didn't have any video reference. We didn't have any Japanese reference, I don't think. Oh, we may be on a few of the lines, actually, I did. But yeah. um, what we did have was a time limit. So the director, poor thing, uh, Jamie and Chris had a horrific job in many ways. I mean, they're great and incredible, and they did an incredible job of directing us. But they also had to be timekeepers because we would say a line, and you'd be like, that was a great performance. And then they'd be like, yeah, it was, but it needs to be half a second shorter. So then you had to <laughs> do it again, and literally they'd be like, quarter second, or like eighth of a second. Were they just standing there with stop clocks? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> the sound engineer would have the time run, and he'd see it and be like, yep, sorry, too long, too short, and you'd get your favorite performance and you couldn't use it. So they would try and you know cut out empty noise and all that kind of stuff around what they could to get it when it was the best performance but you started like focusing on what's one like what is four seconds 
when you're speaking. Yeah. And I mean, that's the weirdest thing to, for me to be like, one, two, three, four, as I'm talking. It's not. <laughs> so that was tricky. So as far as the difference, um, but truthfully, I think I actually found it easier to be the Neil this time round because she and I have kind of grown together. So this time I was like, oh, we're back. And she's older now. So I didn't have to pitch up my voice this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could just be me, truly, like just talk at not this level because I've got a cold right now, but my normal voice. Um, and it was just, I just had to focus on the performance, not keeping that tone of a teenager. Okay, well, this next question comes from Nerdstrap, which is an awesome name, by the way, and he's from Twitter. Yes, he added me on Twitter yesterday. Hi, Nerdstrap. <laughs> what a coincidence. Well, he asks, what game would you like to see for Neil make a cameo in? Oh, yeah, I think, I actually think he might have tweeted that. Sorry that I didn't respond yet. Um, you can respond now. Yes, I will. Um, let me think about that. You know, I have, I have exactly the answer. This is what I would like Vanille to do. Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> the next game, she comes in and starts to try and straighten everyone up. <laughs> it's like, that is rude. Don't do that. Yeah. And she's like, don't shoot him. What did he do to you? <laughs> she just goes through and tries to, like, spread magic through Grand Theft Auto. Spread joy throughout the world. Yes. Right? <laughs> no cursing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch your language. <laughs> That would be, yes, that's exactly. I'm going to pitch that. <laughs> I'm uh, actually uh, friends with one of the actors that did the, and I think it was the f- first or second Grand Theft Auto, Ray Liotta. Oh, wow, um, yeah. So um, maybe I could talk him into doing it again yeah. and I'll get him. We'll, get him um, we'll come in. This, yeah. Yes. Tell me Versetti there. He has a little bit more clout than me, so maybe I'll get him to. <laughs> I think they might listen to that guy yeah. before they to me so uh perhaps he could vote for georgia to be the peacemaker six would be the next one that would be amazing so this next question comes from arkskaya and they ask do you speak and or read japanese and if you do has it affected your portrayal of the character anyway p.s i think vanilla is awesome (laughs) well thank you p.s i think you're awesome uh I do not speak Japanese. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could say I do. Um, I have known many lovely Japanese people. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world is married to a lovely Japanese woman. Who here's actually, you know, this is a funny little circle we're going to do here, and it's really not answering the question, but it's the most on Japanese I can speak to. Um, she married a lovely woman called Yuki, who I lived with when I first moved here. They had a son called Austin because Austin, Austin is where he's from. I'm now dating a guy called Austin who's a quarter Japanese. So I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. That's Japanese connection. That is so cool. I'm just, and they're all somehow related to Austin. Yep. Um, but besides that, um, I do, I cannot claim to speak Japanese. Sorry. Um, this next one is from John Mueller, 1991, and um. He asks, oh, he's from Twitter, by the way, <laughs> and he asks, uh, do you have any interesting stories that happened while recording this time? This time? Um, let me think. Well, with a whole new uh, team this time, so it's very different. 
uh, we recorded at Technicolor, which was fun to record there. I made uh, some, like, actual, like, friends, like the director. He's just so awesome. Mm-hmm. Chris, he, I mean, this is, I think what was unique about this time is Chris Borders was, there's two directors, but Chris was the one I worked with the most. And he has, if you were to look at his uh, resume, he has worked on so many incredible games and so many incredible projects that it was just a pleasure and a joy to work with him and such a humble guy. And the sound engineer, one of the sound engineers has become like one of my best friends since the project. Um, There was definitely some funny moments. Like, I mean, it's not related to the video game necessarily, but I guess I was working out a lot during the time and they kept on making fun of how buff I was and I was going to beat everyone up and I'm like, <laughs> but um, probably the coolest moment that the fans will appreciate was there's two rooms that we record in and they're away from each other. Um, and I'd been recording and then someone said, well, I'd finished my session and no, I was halfway through my session and someone said, Ali's just put down this and blah, blah. And I went, hang on. Are you trying to tell me Ali Hillis? is in this building right now in the other recording room and no one told me because <laughs> we never ever work together. These, that's what's unique about final fantasies. You never see the other actors when you're working. Yeah. And I was like, she's here and she's working and I'm working. We're actually in the same place. And I was like, stop right now. Stop everything. <laughs> and I like, went outside and found her and we like had this massive hug in the like corridor and we're like, Oh my God, how are you? What are you doing? It's so good to see you. And we were like, we had like a reunion and then we like photo and we're like, okay, well go be awesome. Go be awesome. See you later. Um, it was the greatest moment. Cause it was like, we're actually working together in different rooms. <laughs> so that, that was definitely the highlight for me as far as working this time was being able to see Ali and know we're actually working on the project at the same time. <laughs> yeah we're actually working on the same project yay yeah, actually in a show thingy game together like <laughs> are actually in the same cast have you ever worked on any um projects where they were all in the same room for voice acting no never that's so weird isn't it yeah. it is yeah, it's also a... because I, like you know when you think about those like t- uh, radio dramas and stuff and i think the simpsons don't they all record in the same room as well. Yeah, they they have a very different, and it's the same with I think Family Guy. That's sort of I think a little. It would be a lot harder to mm. do that without your other actors because there's constant dialogue and joke repartee. Yeah, you. I don't think you could get the chemistry needed to tell the jokes and sell the jokes the way they do if yeah. you were if you weren't there. To re- feed off each other. Final Fantasy is so different; it's not exactly what you call a comedy. So yeah. we don't need that as much, I guess. But yeah, sitcom, ca- uh, cartoon sitcoms—they need to be in the same room. But no, because I've only—I mean, even with my kids' stuff, uh, I guess because I was fortunate enough to play the leads in the the three kids' voices I've done they're pretty much the dominant voice. So they usually record my stuff and then bring in everyone else to fill in the gaps. Um, So that's so sad. I've never worked. I just realized I'm like, I worked on like seven major things and I've never worked with anyone. Oh, I'm so alone. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is the last question. And we're sorry, it's a little bit of a downer, 
Oh dear. Hopefully not. Well, maybe not. Um, but it's kind of. Hey, like, trust how... Vanille. She'll bring it up. Don't <laughs> worry. How do you how do you feel about saying goodbye to Vanille? Obviously, because this is the last time that we that we know of at least that you're you're going to be voicing her. You're right. That is a downer. Um. Yeah, it's not easy. I think I'm in denial, actually. Like because we've had some so many great breaks between the jobs, you kind of always like it'll come back. There'll be another one. Aww. And without, I, I guess that's what's happened so far, isn't it? Because I'm, yeah. I'm sure yeah, none of you predicted like, there was going to be a third one. Yeah, I think it's been a funny sort of thing where, like, really, we're again. Oh, <laughs> I'm kind of glad, honestly. Uh, not glad that it's ending. Glad that there was a third one. Sorry, that sounded bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me rephrase that. Um, yeah, I'm so glad there was a third one because, like, to go from Final Fantasy 13, where it was like so much vanilla as far as storytelling everything. And then the second one, I was like, I think I come out in like a dream sequence. Um, and that was sort of the vanilla moment. This one's a very different. And she she plays a really special role in this and is able to have a growth for herself and a like a button on her life and mm. experience that is really, I think, quite special. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that they did that. Um, and I don't I'm trying so hard not to like spoiler alert. I may say something here accidentally that I don't mean to say that gives something away. So I apologize to everyone. Don't um, do it. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm, that's why I'm like, gosh, how do I say what I'm going to say? Um, Decoder ring. Point is, uh, the the this game is done very well, and it is very beautiful, and it's quite poignant. So there was a sense, like I remember when we finished the last session, I just sort of looked at everyone. And I was like, oh, okay, now what? <laughs> like, do I guess we just hug and say goodbye? Um, so, I mean, I'll always be Vanille and that's, what's really nice is that like, I'm doing quite a few conventions this year, more so than usual, I think mm-hmm. sort of because I get that this won't go forever and I've, I've been too busy to do them in the past and this year I'm taking the time to do them. Um, because the, I think the fans are going to feel that way too. Uh, yeah. but I think in the same way that still, when I go and speak to children and say, I'm Angelina Ballerina or Jake is the pig, or Elephant the elephant, they still, it still resonates with them today. It's not like that stopped. I don't think, and I, I mean, when I, believe me, I'm a massive Star Wars geek. When I think of Mark Hamill and, like, Star Wars, I don't think, oh, he used to be Luke Skywalker. I'm like, he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you think about Final Fantasy, it's, it's, uh, it's probably one of the biggest ones for its character recognition, too. You know, like, everyone kind of knows who Cloud and Sephiroth are, yeah, I think true. the the cast of Final Fantasy Thirteen as well. You know, we've talked about it many times on our show how um, typically in the game you'd have like one or two leads, but in in this one you had six. Yeah, and you're you're all kind of on a level pegging, and uh, I think you know you're all you're all uh, you're all kind of up there, and I don't think you're you're going to be going away. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm hoping. Thank you. I am hoping that we don't. But no, it, and honestly, I have to say. I don't know whether it's leading up to this game that people are getting more excited, but I feel that the the um, fandom and the, the connection to Vanille and to the game is just getting stronger. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I think just because it's on its third third one now, um, you know, it's given the characters the chance to grow, and and, and maybe also because you know Vanille and Fang didn't feature that much in the last one. It's yeah. you know the fact they're now back. 
um, and people know they kind of they've got a bit more of a role to play just from what's been announced so far yeah yeah I think it's 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 gonna be a great like I think I'm actually I mean I was super excited about Final Fantasy 13 but I I didn't get how cool it was at the time before it came out um, now that I really understand it I'm really excited for this for lightning returns and for what the fans are going to think i'm like fascinated and really excited to find out so just to all the fans out there please tweet me let me know what you think because i'm really keen to hear all right well um that's it from us but thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us oh absolutely this has been an absolute pleasure such a joy for everyone else who's listening, be sure to check out our interviews with Rachel Robinson and Ali Hillis that we've done so far. And uh, also keep an eye out for future interviews. We've got ones coming up with Liam O'Brien and uh, Jessica DiCicco. And hopefully we'll get to hear more of Vanille soon in the future. I hope so. In Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Yes. With <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much.